Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. The rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your new sports business traffic and weather. And here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. History in the making as Katanji Brown Jackson is confirmed to the high court. On this vote, the A's. Russia is suspended from the U.N. Human Rights Council following alleged war crimes in Ukraine targeting civilians. Continued signs of economic recovery. The U.S. Labor Department reports jobless claims have dipped below 4%. Legal experts are calling on the president and the first lady to release their tax returns. This has questions swirl as whether or not Joe Biden as vice president was involved in his son Hunter's overseas business dealings. A New York state budget deal announced six days late includes $600 million in taxpayer funds for a Buffalo Bill stadium deal bail reform, and a gas tax reprieve. Here's your top five at five. Katanji Brown-Jackson has been, in fact, confirmed as expected to the U.S. Supreme Court. She's the first black woman to be appointed to the bench in its 233-year history. Yesterday's vote, 53 to 47, with three Republican senators voting in favor of that nomination. Vice President Harris announces a confirmation. On this vote, the yeas are 53, the nays are 47. And this nomination is confirmed. All 50 Democratic senators voted in favor of Jackson's appointment. Senators Susan Collins of Maine, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, and Mitt Romney out of Utah were the three GOP members to break with the party voting yes on the confirmation. Jackson will fill the vacancy left by retiring Associate Justice Stephen Breyer, Breyer stepping down at the end of the current term, which runs through June 30, he's 83 years old. The United Nations suspended Russia from its seat on the Human Rights Council Thursday due to wartime atrocities in Ukraine, allegedly committed at the hands of the Russian military. U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations Linda Thomas-Greenfield introduced that proposal earlier in the week. It followed accusations that Russian troops tortured and killed Ukrainian civilians in Bukha, a suburb near the capital city of Kiev, U.N. Ambassador to Ukraine, Sergei Klyslyta, on the impact of the vote. I care that the Russian Federation was suspended and uh, was very impatient and almost immediately capitulated by withdrawal. You know, you do not re- submit your resignation after you are fired. And that's exactly what happened to the Russian Federation. The vote tally, 93 votes in favor, 24 against, and 58 abstentions. Ukrainian President Zelensky described the civilian killings as genocide in a virtual speech to the U.N. on Monday. He'd accused Russia of war crimes, and the Kremlin says Ukraine staged the killings. 
The U.S. unemployment rate dipped below 4% in March. It reflects a continued pattern of recovery from job losses during the viral pandemic. As of Friday, the U.S. Labor Department reports unemployment claims dropped by 5,000 to 166,000. Even more positive economic news, a four-week average for jobless claims also fell by 8,000 to 70,000 during the month of March. Here's President Biden. Over the last three months, the economy has created more than a half million, more than 500,000 jobs a month. Over the course of my presidency, our recovery has now created 7.9 million jobs. More jobs created over the first 14 months of any presidency in any term ever. In March, U.S. employers added 431,000 jobs for the month, with the unemployment rate down to 3.8 percent. Legal experts are calling on President Biden and the First Lady to release corporate tax returns as the investigation into that laptop belonging to the president's son, Hunter, and his business dealings heats up. The returns reflect more than $13 million in income the president and First Lady reported to the IRS between 2017 and 2019 while Joe Biden was VP. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki doubled down to Fox News' Peter Ducey on the president's knowledge of the overseas dealings. The president has said that he never spoke to his son about his overseas business dealings. Is that still the case? Yes. George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley said that while there's no evidence of wrongdoing, the scandal over son Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings has reached the point where the White House needs to err on the side of transparency. They have got a deal. New York Governor Kathy Hochul says there is agreement on a record-breaking $220 billion state budget. It comes six days after its April 1 deadline. It's $8 billion over last year's fiscal spending plan. Albany's legislative leaders were conspicuously absent during her announcement. Here's Governor Hochul. This budget will put more money back in people's pockets. We all wanted to make sure that that was the outcome and lift those who've been hardest hit. Hochul's budget includes a partial rollback of the state's controversial 2019 bail reform law, which forced judges to release defendants charged with almost all misdemeanors and many felonies. The budget provides a $600 million taxpayer subsidy for a new Buffalo Bills stadium. It also includes a limited gas tax holiday from June 1 to the end of the year. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center, mostly sunny day today, so it will clear after all that range. I was talking about the high 59. Some scattered showers are back overnight, mainly after 2 a.m., mostly cloudy. The low is 48, and tomorrow, Saturday, scattered showers should end by early afternoon, though, mostly cloudy day with a high of 53. Right now, 51 scattered showers. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today, and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. President Biden's younger sister will kick off her book tour tonight down in Washington, D.C. Valerie Biden-Owens tour comes ahead of the release of her memoir next week. It could create a headache, though, for the White House as she continues to cash in on her brother's political career due to the ethics policy in place at the White House. Former DOJ prosecutor Jim Trustee speaks to Fox News on this. I go back to Burisma. I mean, that played out entirely publicly that an unqualified young man finds himself making millions for a Ukrainian board that he has no business even pumping gas for. And Joe Biden is going to pretend he wasn't a part of that. I mean, Hunter was not selling his first name. We know that. <laughs> the memoir is titled Growing Up Biden, a memoir will be out next Tuesday. 
The Washington Post reporting that former President Donald Trump said he wanted to march alongside his supporters during the January 6, 2021 riot at the U.S. Capitol. The publication reporting that the Secret Service would not allow it. The Post here also reports that Trump said he did not regret telling his supporters to come to Washington, D.C. or tweeting that the rally would be wild. He also praised organizers of the rally and stood by his actions during that interview. Two more of Donald Trump's allies. Meanwhile, Peter Navarro and Dan Scavino are facing criminal charges after the U.S. House of Representatives voted to hold them in contempt for defying subpoenas issued by the January 6th Select Committee. In a 220 to 203 vote on Wednesday, the House voted to refer former White House Trade Advisor Navarro and ex-Deputy Chief of Staff for Communications Scavino to the Department of Justice. Of course, the DOJ for possible prosecution. Republican Wisconsin Representative Liz Cheney. Former Vice President Pence has said that what President Trump wanted him to do was, quote, un-American. It was also unconstitutional and it was illegal. Mr. Speaker, what gives me tremendous hope, though, is although so many in my party in this body uh, have put loyalty to Donald Trump ahead of their oath to the Constitution. Navarro and Scavini are both claiming executive privilege, but if charged, the pair faces up to a year in prison and a $100,000 fine. However, any potential prosecution could take several months or even years. Donald Trump has admitted he did not win the 2020 election, but he also said the election was rigged and lost. The admission came in a video interview with a panel of historians convened by Julian Zelizer for The Atlantic. He's a Princeton professor and editor of the presidency of Donald Trump, describing his attempts to make South Korea pay more for U.S. military assistance. Trump said Moon Jae-in, the South Korean president, was among the happiest world leaders after the 2020 U.S. election put Joe Biden in the White House. But when I didn't win the election, he had to be the happiest. I, re- I, would rate, I would rate probably South Korea third or fourth happiest. China, Iran, Russia. Well, I mean, Russia. Uh, he said to me, you're killing me with the pipeline. So he had a deal. Would have happened. All set. And then when the election was rigged and lost, what happened is that the deal... Away. Trump's refusal to accept defeat by Biden provoked attempts, of course, to overturn results in key states and court. The vast majority of such cases ending in defeat and the deadly attack on the U.S. Capitol January 6, 2021. A Russian lawmaker has warned that Moscow would retaliate if Finland joins NATO as Russian aggression in Ukraine spurs the Nordic country towards membership in the alliance. Here's NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg. Uh, but if they uh, apply, uh, I expect that 30 allies will welcome them and uh, that we will find ways to also address the concerns they may have about this interim period uh, between they have applied and, uh, and until the last ratification has taken place. Vladimir Zabarov from Russia's upper house, the Federation Council, said that any move by Helsinki to join NATO would be a strategic mistake. He said that Finland had developed close ties with Russia, but NATO membership would mean it would become a target. Germany's Foreign Intelligence Service claims to have intercepted radio communications in which Russian soldiers discuss carrying out indiscriminate killings of civilians in Ukraine. According to an intelligence official, 
In two separate communications, Russian soldiers described questioning Ukrainian soldiers as well as civilians and then shooting them. The findings were first reported by the German magazine Der Spiegel. Russia has claimed variously that atrocities are being carried out only after its soldiers leave occupied areas of Ukraine or that the scenes of massacres of civilians are staged allegedly by Ukraine. Well, there's backlash against Sarah Palin. You've heard her right here on 77 WABC, the former governor, former vice presidential candidate's decision to run for Alaska's sole seat in the U.S. House of Representatives has not been well received among some Republicans. The Daily Beast reports criticism from conservatives in both our home state and in the halls of Congress. Here's Palin on Fox News. No, I'm very, very confident in uh, knowing who and what I'm dealing with and uh, their criticism, the press's criticism. uh, You know, if you don't live by man's praise, you're not going to die by man's criticism. The seat left vacant due to the sudden death of longtime Alaska Congressman Don Young, the Republican there after almost 50 years in Congress. He was 88 years old and the race to fill his seat has led to a flood of close to 50 hopefuls, along with Palin, seeking the GOP nomination. 77 WABC time check at 515. Deborah Valentine with your 77 early news. And let's head over to 77 WABC's Luke Lograno for Justin Alec. Morning. Thank you, Deb. Hi, everyone. Luke Lograno here with your 77 WABC sports update. Mets fans are sure to be waking up happy this morning. Two rain delays couldn't stop them from opening the season in Washington, D.C. against the Nationals last night. Tyler McGill made the start and pitched five scoreless innings. Some new acquisitions already contributing with Starling Marte and Mark Canna each batting in run. Mets beat the Nationals 5-1, to bringing their opening day record to 40 wins, 21 losses, the best opening day record of any team in baseball. They'll return tonight in Washington at 7.05 when Max Scherzer makes his Mets debut against his old team. The Yankees will open their season today in the Bronx at 105 against the Boston Red Sox. Over in the NHL, the Rangers had themselves a great night as well. A 30-save shutout for Igor Shesterkin in their 3-0 win over the Pittsburgh Penguins. It wasn't so nice for the Devils. Their lone trade deadline acquisition, Andrew Hammond, led in six goals on 19 shots. They lose to the Montreal Canadiens 7-4. No Islanders last night, but they'll be the lone local team on the ice tonight as they go to Carolina to play the Hurricanes. And checking in at Augusta, Tiger Woods has not disappointed in his return to the course. He's in the hunt at one under par after round one. He will tee off again this afternoon at 1.41 p.m. Sung J. M. currently leads the pack at five under par. He is the first South Korean to lead any round in Masters history. That's your 77 WABC Sports Update. I'm Luke Legrano. Forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Well, the rain's pretty much over with a few scattered showers around the tri-state. Clearing today, mostly sunny, the high 59. Some scattered showers return tonight, though, mainly after 2 a.m., mostly cloudy, the low 48. A few scattered showers on Saturday, mainly until 2 p.m., mostly cloudy, the high near 53. Right now, 50 degrees, mostly cloudy skies, a few scattered showers around. Frank Morano with your business report. Good morning, Deb. I am Frank Morano with your business report. The market closed higher Thursday after two days of losses. Investors are still digesting the Federal Reserve's choice to tighten monetary policy as inflation continues to rise. The central bank is also set to raise interest rates even more to combat inflation. At the close, Jones Industrial Average rose by 87 points.
points. The S&P 500 grew by 19 points, and the Nasdaq gained 8 points. Blood pressure is now rising along with home prices and mortgage rates as homeowners fear missing out on the right moment to stake the for sale sign on the front yard. Financial advisors and real estate agents said the mood among sellers seems to have shifted in recent weeks from apathy about the slow boil of higher rates to the urgency. Sellers are seeking advice on how best to time the market and tame their anxiety. A luxurious Los Angeles mansion's purchase by the BLM Foundation has raised some serious questions after it emerged that its price apparently increased by $2.7 million in just a few days after being bought for $3.1 million. As per reports, the 6,500-square-foot, six-bedroom property in Studio City was first bought by Diane Pascal, who was working for BLM founder Patrice Cullors and her partner, on October 21st, 2020 for $3.1 million. However, six days later, Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation bought it for $5.8 million in cash without providing any explanation regarding the sudden price increase. CNBC's Jim Cramer said investors should consider buying shares of Akashnet and tee up for Callaway long term. Many people turned to golf during the pandemic as a way to stay active but socially distant, leading golf brands to see surges in sales in 2020. Kramer said since then, Callaway's come down more than 40% from its high last summer. Akushnet is off 30% from its peak last November, though he maintained that he doesn't view the stocks as pandemic plays. I'm Frank Morano on 77 WABC. I'll be back Sunday morning at 8 a.m. on the Cats Roundtable. Thanks, Frank. And looking at futures this morning, the Dow is up 84 points at 34,574. S&P 500 up 8.5. The Nasdaq's climbed 31.5. Gold down $3 an ounce at $1,934.80. As for crude oil, it's up 89 cents this morning, but still below 100 bucks a barrel at $96.92. It's the WABC Early News. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. Bail reform. New York's Governor Kathy Hochul Thursday vowed to further roll back parts of the state's controversial criminal justice reform law, including closing the raise the age loophole and giving judges more discretion in setting bail in cases. I can't stand here and say that someone who has been accused of a serious crime and or commits a crime over and over and over, especially the retail theft that is just so hard for our hard hit businesses that people you know, the stories are legendary and actually rather shocking. There, prob- there will be consequences for people in those situations. The measures stemming from negotiations between the governor and state lawmakers were unveiled as part of Hochul's $220 billion budget plan. The changes will also stiffen gun trafficking laws and allow more repeat offenders to be held in jail, particularly in gun cases. Reefer Madness is running rampant apparently in Manhattan. Crafty dealers are using a loophole in New York State's law to peddle pot at unlicensed dispensaries. Cannabis is legal in New York State. However, licensed dispensaries have yet to open. Possession of under three ounces of weed is permitted, while traffickers are not yet legal vendors. Here's CCB Chair Tremaine Wright with a warning. Any individual selling cannabis or marijuana products in these unlicensed dispensaries pop-up shops or markets is not licensed, nor are they selling safe, tested products. Those skirting the legal process here could be violating federal law. Legal dispensaries expected to open by years end in New York State. 
Well, state appellate judge ripped New York's legislature Thursday for creating a redistricting panel that lawmakers knew was flawed from the outset, resulting in a messy partisan stalemate over disputed congressional district maps that have ended up in court. The 10-member Independent Redistricting Commission formed in 2014 to redraw congressional and state Senate and Assembly maps following the decennial census was not independent at all. That according to appellate judge Stephen Lindley. He said that during a virtual hearing Thursday, now the appointments to the panel were equally split between Democrats and Republicans, resulting in bipartisan gridlock. Here's former New York GOP chair Ed Cox talking about the case on Cats at Night, hosted by 77 WABC owner John Katsimatidis. Time-wise, this is, this will be decided in time that the primary can be put off to August and we can have a, an elections, primary elections, and the general election on honest <clears throat> constitutional maps that are fair. Because of the impasse with the redistricting panel, the Democrat-run legislature redrew these congressional maps that an upstate Supreme Court judge, Patrick McAllister, last week shot down as unconstitutional, concluding the new districts were gerrymandered to diminish Republican representation. An appeal on McAllister's ordering of the redrawing of these maps is going to be held on April 20th, The appeal was filed by New York's Governor Hochul and State Attorney General Letitia James. High drama at the Brooklyn Bridge. The NYPD rescued a red-capped man who climbed up the Brooklyn Bridge, temporarily shutting down two lanes of traffic during yesterday morning's commute. Officers responded to the situation around 7.15 in the morning Thursday and found the man holding onto cables. CBS spoke with a witness, Timothy David, who was on the ferry below. He captured video as the situation unfolded. Saw some flashing lights. I decided to open my phone and start recording. As I zoomed in, I saw the NYPD along with several uh, EMT ambulances uh, crossing over from the Brooklyn side. And then when I panned all the way up, then I saw uh, an individual Two Brooklyn-bound lanes had to be shut down for about an hour, backing up traffic during the morning commute. And police say the man in his 20s was taken to the hospital for a psychiatric evaluation. Well, New York City's party-loving mayor, Eric Adams, was out on the town Wednesday night attending a Broadway show and speaking unmasked to the crowd. That as anger has surfaced over the city extending its mask mandate to young children under the age of five. On Wednesday night, Adams was at a performance of the musical Hamilton speaking unmasked indoors to the crowd. This amazing play, Hamilton, reminds me of my life. Arrested at 15, dyslexic, beat by police officers, going to become a state senator, borough president, and now the mayor of the city of New York. So the city still requires all those attending Broadway shows to wear masks and they only can be removed while eating or drinking in designated areas. A security detail has been assigned now to New York City's woke health commissioner, Aswin Vassan. The woke commissioner has received death threats over the city's COVID-19 mandate requiring kids under five to mask up. And as a father, I would love nothing more than to send my son to daycare without a mask. But as a scientist and as a doctor and an epidemiologist, I want to keep him safe, especially because he's not eligible for a vaccine. That's Vassan there commenting. Meanwhile, demonstrators showed up at his $4 million home in Fort Greene over plans to mask kids under five indefinitely, shouting death threats. 
An NYPD patrol car has since been stationed outside the commissioner's three-story home ever since. And the group became upset after the commissioner, together with New York City Mayor Adams, decided to keep a school mask mandate in place for kids under the age of five after announcing it would be lifted. Some parents told CBS2. We don't want to wear them. And we have immune systems. This is what we're designed to do. We'll fight it. Children under five should be able to breathe and have fresh air and not stay with masks indoors all day long. Those demonstrating shouted, unmask our kids, while another flew a F. Biden banner. The new NYPD motto is courtesy, professionalism, but no romance. The department quietly issued orders banning steamy relationships between bosses and subordinates. It comes weeks after a lap dance scandal rocked the department, the Post has learned. A lap dance for a married lieutenant by a rookie officer at a Christmas party went viral. The rookie spoke to TMZ. I do want to apologize to the lieutenant's wife. Um, You know, I am sorry. Truly, I am. And I really hope it didn't, you know, cause too much damage in the marriage or in your personal life. And the new policy went into effect April 4th. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center, mostly sunny, should clear the high 59. A few scattered showers return tonight, mainly after 2 a.m., mostly cloudy overnight, the low 48. Tomorrow, Saturday, scattered showers should end by early afternoon, mostly cloudy with a high of 53. Right now, 50 degrees, mostly cloudy skies in Manhattan, a few scattered showers. 77 WABC Time Check, 559. We're working our way to the Bernie and Sid in the morning program. And what a lineup it is this Friday. Tune in and stay with us. 805 New York City Mayor Eric Adams, a guest on the Bernie and Sid in the morning program. Again, that's at 805 New York City Mayor Adams. Rob Shooter at 840. And 905 Kelsey Whitmore of the Staten Island Ferry Hawks. So stay with us. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. Thanks for being with us. Stay tuned for Bernie and Sid. Have a great weekend and be back here with the early news Monday morning, bright and early at 5. K, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.